0: Before we begin this week's show, I wanted to say a few things. Uh, firstly, there is an error in the following show uh, where it comes to me talking about the II or Patriarch Ilia II. Uh, the article that, the only article I could find, which you'll hear here in a moment, uh, that I could find was, I guess, poorly translated. It referred to the II as a pope. And I have learned that the Orthodox Christians, also known as the Eastern Church, do not have a pope. Uh, they have patriarchs and, you know, those who are in charge uh, or head of the religion or their churches. And Ilya Second is the patriarch or head of the church in the country of Georgia. So I wanted to clarify that because I do take responsibility for everything that I share on the show. And I do my utmost best to uh, be as accurate as possible, and if I ever find, <clears throat> excuse me, an error, I will correct it immediately. Plus, I am correcting it before <laughs> before the show goes. And the second thing I wanted to share is I know several people are having um, a difficult time accessing the show notes through Anchor. And I, too, find it very difficult to navigate on Anchor to find the show notes. It's very easy to find the show and play the show. However, it is very difficult to find the show notes. And once you find the show notes, the format is just really messed up. It's not at all how I create it and publish it. Um, So to correct this I have created a website for the show and you can find this uh, website it is called faith and more podcast all one word faith and more podcast dot wix site w i x s i t e again that's w i x s i t e dot com slash my dash site s i t e um the layout of the website is great it's very simple you can actually listen to the shows off of the website so excuse me i highly recommend that uh, for ease of use and also it's really easy to get the show notes all the links and everything are very active on there and it's very easy and simple to access it play it view the show notes click on the links um Again, I highly recommend it. It, You know, it was something that uh, a site I found that was free that allows you to do that to make your own website. So hence, here we go. And uh, moving forward. Also, I was able to add in closing here, I was able to add at the very bottom um, of the web page, a prayer request uh, form. So if you would like to uh, request prayers for you or loved ones or friends or anyone you know Uh, You would just fill out the little form there and put down your intentions and your prayers that you would like. And I would be more than happy to pray for your friends and family or you or whoever. And if you would like for me to share your prayers uh, on the show, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to do that. That way we can get everybody praying. Uh, The more the better. And I'm definitely all for that. I love to pray. Prayer is a, a huge part of my life. Um, And I believe in the power of prayer and the miracles from prayer. Uh, So I want to share that with everybody else and and also give you the opportunity to submit your prayers. It's absolutely free. Doesn't cost a thing. Uh, You just put down your name. You don't have to put your full name down, uh, even though it's on there, but it's not required. Um, You do do have to put down your email address so I can reply back to you. Uh, And there's like a little comment section where you write down your intentions. Uh, the prayers that you need for who you need them for and and put please indicate in there if you would like me to uh, include those prayer requests in the show or not all right so enjoy the show everybody hello and welcome to the faith and more podcast i firmly believe god works through people every day to help us these people are selfless and so very humble The majority of us don't even know they exist or existed. My name is Angel and each podcast I will showcase one of these amazing people. Their stories will uplift, inspire, encourage, support, heal, and give you hope. I was checking my stats on Anchor this week and was really amazed at all of the countries that we have people listening. So I want to welcome everyone to the show, as I always do, and I do hope and pray that you are all well and blessed. I want to give a special welcome to those listening in the U.S., of course, those who are listening in Germany, the U.K., Canada, Mexico, Slovakia, the Netherlands, Indonesia, Malaysia, Ireland, Belgium, India, and Italy. Thank you all so much for listening. I so hope you all are enjoying the shows and the podcast. Uh, Please keep listening. Please uh, share the show with a friend if you really enjoy it. Uh, I so much appreciate it, and I can't thank you all enough. Thank you. This week, we'll be talking about the mysterious Father Seraphim. So about a month or so ago, my wife and I were sitting there watching YouTube, as we often do on our free time, and we found a guy by the name of Father Seraphim, or I should say a priest by the name of Father Seraphim. Um, So I was very intrigued by this father. Um, He has an extremely amazing, I should say truly amazing voice that will give you goosebumps, make you cry. I mean not cry as in sad cry, but cry as in coming from the core of your soul in your spirit and your being. Um he again I I can't say enough great things about Father Seraphim. But there's a lot of mystery behind him and what I mean by mystery behind him is you know with the internet the way it is, anybody and everybody you can pretty much find on the internet, and especially anybody that's done anything publicly especially singing and above all things singing for the pope or singing in st petersburg square um, with his choir you would think would provoke all kinds of things on the internet as far as articles and things of that nature Um, but there is very little on father seraphim himself in fact i dug all over the internet in various sources and search engines And I was only able to find one typed up interview with Father Seraphim, which I am very happy I found, and I will be sharing that with you today. So Father Seraphim goes by or is known by several different names, because if you just type in a Google search for Father Seraphim, you're going to get probably Father Seraphim Rose, who is a famous uh, father and um, saint. But... This is not the same person. Uh, this father seraphim is also known as or excuse me, Archimandrite Seraphim Bit Karibi, or also known as Father Seraphim of Georgia or just Father Seraphim. And what I mean by Georgia is not the state of Georgia in the United States. This is Georgia the country. Having been a student follower writer or musician of music since I was 8, I can tell when someone is performing or singing and I can tell where it's coming from if it's something that was just taught and they're just playing or I should say mimicking crudely I should that's a crude term but mimicking what they've been taught they're just playing as opposed to something that comes directly from their soul and their heart. I can tell the difference in a performance. And you can tell straight away from Father Seraphim that what he is singing is coming from the very core of his divine being. It's, again, I hate to keep using the term truly amazing, but I'm going to play some of Father Seraphim's uh, music here in a moment because the article that I have, the interview is very short. Um, so I thought I would give it a try and we'll see how far the podcast goes with me, including his music, because I don't wanna violate any copyright laws. So it's possible that if you know this podcast gets out, it could be flagged and taken down. So it's important that if you're hearing this, <laughs> Try to listen to it in its entirety because I don't know how long it's going to be up on the internet. But hopefully since this is somebody that is so mysterious, he's known but not very well known. um, This podcast, this show will stay up on Father Seraphim because I believe it's so very important for as many people to be exposed to Father Seraphim as possible. Okay, so with this article, again, the only article I could find on Father Seraphim, there is no date on it. It was in the Georgian Journal. And I mean, Georgian is in Georgia, the country, not the state for those listening in the United States. The title of the article. And again, I'll have a link to this as well as Father Seraphim's music um, in the show notes. Um, So the article is titled Extraordinary Life. Of a confessor who speaks the language of Jesus from Nazareth. Now, this article was translated from the Georgian language, just to let you guys know. I'm not my Cyrillic is not good, so so I had to have it translated. So the article begins that before he was Father Seraphim, um, he was head of a security for a government. Um, a person in government in the Ukraine. Uh, he said, but certain events that had occurred in his life made him take up the mantle of a priest. Catholicos patriarch of all Georgia, Leah II learned of his fate and presented him to Assyrians living in Georgia as a confessor of all Assyrians. It was Leah's, the II's idea of Father Seraphim learning Aramaic and then perform public worship in the presence of Assyrians in this language. Currently, Father Seraphim lives in the village of Kanda, where we visited him for an interview. So not as in we as in me. <laughs> this is we as in whoever was amazing enough to to write this uh, article and and share it. So the reporter asked, as we know, you lived an earthly life until you were 24 years old. You did martial arts and worked as a bodyguard. What made you turn your life towards divine worship? Father Seraphim replied, I didn't really believe in God back then. I would enter a church, light a candle or two, and think myself a believer. I read the Bible when I was 11 years old, but took it as a fairy tale. Then, when I actually realized God existed, I went and became a monk. That's pretty much it. Then the reporter asked, was there any significant event in your life that pushed you towards this decision? He replied, I spent a large part of my childhood and youth in hospital beds. I experienced a most devastating trauma when I fell into a concrete mixer. Not a single man in history returned alive from such an incident except me. For two years, I wasn't even able to walk. First, I was chained to a bed, then to a wheelchair, and then to crutches. Then the reporter asked, what other injuries did you receive in the past? To which Father Seraphim replies, once I got hit by a car. Then there was this bottle of hydrogen peroxide. I took it for a bottle of water and drank it. I survived a lot of things by a hair's breadth such as falling from several meters height. Long story short, a lot of occurrences pushed me towards taking up a monk's life. Once I had quit an experience, or quite an experience, someone very close to me, a relative, was in mortal danger. I went to the grave of the last Georgian saint, Father Gabriel, and said, "God, God's will, I shall become a monk, just leave him with his life. And when we thought all hope was lost, a miracle happened, and this man survived. Father Seraphim continues For some time after this, I lived in Kiev. As I told you, I was into martial arts back then, namely wrestling. I even won a Transcaucasian Championship. Soon I became chief of security for a government official. Then something happened that I do not wish to speak of. It was a miracle. You can call it enlightenment or a dream. I was reminded that I was chosen. And that it was time to keep the promise I made to God about becoming a priest. This miracle reminded me of my words daily for two months. So eventually, at Holy Trinity's Jonah Monastery, I died figuratively speaking and was reborn as a monk. So, as I was saying, I could tell when I heard his voice, I heard him sing that it was coming from the divine within, it was coming from some place deep. And I think this would be a good point in the show to let you listen to one of Father Seraphim's songs. This is titled Psalm 51. And this is with Father Seraphim and his choir. Believe me, you'll know when Father Seraphim starts singing Wasn't that amazing? So what you're hearing is actually Father Seraphim and his choir singing in Aramaic. It is known as the same language that uh, Christ spoke in uh, Jesus of Nazareth, that he spoke in. So the article continues. The reporter says, what can you tell us about your people, the Assyrians in Father Seraphim replies, My people, Assyrians, are probably the only ethnic group in the world who still pay their, for their lives for their worship of Christ. In eastern countries, such as Iraq, Iran, Syria, and other war zones, Assyrians get attacked in their churches and beheaded if they refuse to convert to Islam. They are being destroyed en masse. The apocryphal story regarding Assyrians being the first Christians comes from the story when Christ's face appeared on a canvas. The canvas was presented to the last king of Assyrian, Abgarus V. Father Seraphim continues by saying, As the Assyrians in Georgia, the country, there are about 4,000 of them. The Assyrian language is basically near Neo-Aramaic. Many historians write about Christ speaking the Chaldean language which almost is exactly the same as Aramaic. Just like in Georgia, there exist Gurians, Emeritians, and Megrelians. So we're Assyrians and Chaldeans, the same people but from different corners, so to say. Neo-Aramaic language is about 2,500 years old. The wonderful thing is that this language allows us insight into what people living centuries ago sounded like. Out of 4,000 Assyrians living in Georgia, 2,000 of them live in my village of Kanda and comprise 95% of its population. Almost 90% of these people speak Neo-Aramaic. The reporter now asks, Upon becoming fluent in Aramaic, you are now able to perform divine service in it. How difficult is it for you, and in general, what is the process like? Father Seraphim replies, When His Holiness talked with me, he confided with me this idea. Since I am Assyrian, why not perform divine service for my people in my own language? He conferred a lot of responsibility on me. Leah II treated Assyrian issues with great attention, responsibility, and love. I love him a lot as well. There was a time when I said to myself, I probably love him the most of all. But after I was appointed as shepherd over my people, the Assyrians, I realized that they were who I love the most. We are very grateful to his holiness for giving us the right to praise God in our own language while living in Georgia. So some additional information on Leah, also known as Ilia or Elijah, uh, that he keeps referring to. The second is actually the Pope of Georgia, um, known as the Catholics Patriarch of all Georgia. So I would take that to be the equivalent of the Pope of Georgia is the person that he's referring to that asked him to do this and to become the person um, that he is and to lead the Assyrians as he's leading them and to take care of them and to be their shepherd. So the reporter goes on to ask this question about one of the videos, um, Of Father Seraphim, the reporter says, The video that depicts you together with the church choir chanting in Aramaic is quite popular on the internet. What is chanting in Aramaic like? What quirks does it have? How is it different from chanting in another language, Georgian, for example? And Father Seraphim replies, Chanting, be it in Aramaic or Georgian, is a unique thing. The main difference is, of course, in the language itself and another in the tune and cadence chanting in Aramaic is completely different culture-wise. It is Eastern, after all, and we replicated it exactly as it sounded in ancient times. Well, almost exactly. And the reporter goes on to ask, you've probably seen Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of Christ, where Aramaic is spoken. Can you understand it? Is it identical to that language you speak? And Father Seraphim replies, there are three languages used in the movie, Aramaic, Latin, and Hebrew. And yes, I can Freely understand Aramaic that is spoken in the passion of the Christ. It is the same language that I wield. So that concludes uh, the article or interview with Father Seraphim. And again, can you get my understanding or or feel feel where I'm coming from, where I'm talking about mysterious? Now, even though we just had this one article, don't you feel that there is more to Father Seraphim? Than what was given in the article. I mean, if we go back to the you know the, the crazy things that happened to him was like when he was a child by falling into a cement mixture and you know it, it left him laid up you know in in, in p- terrible circumstances for two years. How he drank a bottle of hydrogen peroxide at one time thinking it was water and the other things you know the mysterious thing that happened to him when he was a bodyguard for a top government official. In Georgia you know what happened something happened Um, you know if you know anything about Georgia the Ukraine areas like that they're very volatile um, places Uh, they're very dangerous places there's constant um, turmoil with not only within the country but with surrounding countries especially Russia and you could only imagine that Father Seraphim back then was in dire danger everywhere he went with this government official Um, and being his top bodyguard meant, you know, he was tethered to this person 24 seven. And that, you know, is a very horrible life. And we see that, you know, he had made, you know, such prayers for a family member to to not perish when, you know, it looked like they were going to die and he even you know told God that if you spare this this person, this family member, this loved one, I will dedicate my life to you and you know he eventually did do that, and as we see and as we hear and as we feel that you know dedication and commitment conviction that Father seraphim has with the lord it's it's just again, here I go, truly amazing um and I do apologize that I don't have more information on Father Seraphim. Um believe me, I looked high and low and in between, and this was the only information I could find. Um and but I thought it important to share what I had and what I knew. Um that way I could bring awareness to all of you of Father Seraphim so you can check him out on YouTube and find the videos with his choir. I'll have again, I'll have some links to them in the show notes. Um, And you're always welcome to contact me if you have issues with the show notes. I know some people are having that difficulty. Um, Let me know. Email me and I can email you the links. There is one recorded album that I could find of Father Seraphim. And it's called Chanting in the Language of Christ. And they have down Seraphim Bit Karibi as the artist. And it's a picture of Father Seraphim on the cover. So I thought, what better song of the week than another song by Father Seraphim that I'm going to play here for all of you to listen to? Um, This one's called Psalm 16. Uh, They actually have the entire album on uh, YouTube that you can listen to. It's also available on Spotify, so I would imagine it's also available on iTunes and all those other formats. And I'll have a link uh, to that, again, in the YouTube video, or I should say the album on YouTube, in the show notes. Hey! I'm always open to suggestions for the show and you're always welcome to contact me. There's two ways you can do that. You can contact me through email at faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com or you can reach me through anchor.fm at anchor.fm slash faith and dash more. There's always links to these contacts in the description of each podcast. If you like the show, Be sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you really like the show, please feel free to share it with your friends. Thank you all so very much for tuning in and listening. I'm so looking forward to seeing you all again. But until then, lots of love and blessings to each of you.